Hello and welcome to the Purse Coach Podcast. I am Jess and I am so happy that you are here. In this podcast, we are going to talk not only about money and finances, but also life, parenting, and mental health. I am a huge advocate of supporting women in their lives and also women in business. I think as women, we need to support and encourage each other to the highest degree. I'm so excited to talk about money with you all, but also talk about life in general. This podcast is going to dive deep and not just talk about the fluff. I am so excited to get started. So let's dive on in. Hello, today we are going to talk about how to afford kids' sports. <laughs> Youth sports. Honestly, you've got to love them, but they can be expensive. Seriously, when did youth sports become so spendy? I will be the first to admit I am not very educated on sports, but my three boys play a few sports now that they're a little bit older and they've played many sports throughout their childhood. My boys right now are 12, 10, and almost seven, and I... I grew up like, okay, I was the type of person that kid, I guess, that tried something like for a season or for one time and then I move on. I'm kind of like that as an adult, actually. Oh my gosh, it's all making sense. Anyway, so I did not like play softball for 10 years as a kid. I played softball one year. I played basketball, I think one, maybe two years. I think it was one year. I didn't want to go to the basketball camp. I play, I did, no, I didn't do swimming. I want to do swimming. Gosh, I don't know. I played musical instruments, but like only for a month or two. I was terrible. And Lord help my parents because they let me just do it. I did gymnastics for a year, but again, like one year. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyways, moving on. So I know that all sports can be expensive, but um, there are many ways to afford kids sports. So we are going to talk about them. So all three of our boys play hockey almost year round, uh, not, not fully for the whole year, but almost our middle son and our youngest both play baseball. So our middle son is on a travel league, travel team, and then he plays league baseball. And then our youngest little guy will be in pitch ball this year. And then our two oldest, so our middle son and our oldest son, play football. And in the past, they've tried hockey and basketball and a couple other things, but they've really stuck with stuck to hockey, baseball, and football. Regardless of the sports, I feel like they're all expensive, and they all have their um, all of their own things that you need to buy or that they you know want you to buy. And you don't need to buy it all. So anyways, we have done our fair share of sports. And I am a huge advocate for youth sports and having your children play more than one sport during their childhood. But each sport has its own list of gear and uniforms and pictures and team meals and travel and possible hotel stays. I mean, the list is kind of endless here. So you can small spend a small fortune on trying to pay and do it all. So my number one tip on how to afford kids sports is don't, you don't have to do it all. You do not have to attend every team meal. You do not have to pay for 
all of the extra merch, that merchandise, like the logo hoodie sweatshirts and the t-shirt and the hats and the pants and the gloves and all of it. And I understand that you will most likely need to purchase a few things like um, sports uniforms. And for us, like, well, any sport, but hockey is a big one. We have, they have a lot of gear that you have to have. And you, you do need to buy a little bit nicer gear as they get older as well. But all the extra optional items and clothing are not needed. So sometimes what we do is we buy the extra clothing or like the merchandise, the the nicer stuff for um, our boy's birthday or Christmas, because the hockey hoodies, for example, that are offered at each flipping tournament are like the one this past weekend was 80 some dollars. So they're usually between 65 and $90 each. That is expensive and that's insane. Does, does anybody else not think that that is crazy? Like, I don't know. That's getting up there to like a winter jacket price. My goodness. And with multiple kids, these expenses add up quickly. So one thing that we also do or you could do is ask for the gear um, and sporting fees and extra kind of clothing, the optional stuff, or even the required stuff for your kids as gifts. So for a birthday or Christmas from family, from grandparents, aunts, uncles, friends, I mean, I would, I would, I so do that. My sister, for example, makes, um, has like a cricket or, or um, a silhouette machine. And so she'll make some of the sports clothes for Christmas and birthday gifts for the boys. And it's an, it's awesome because not only is it handmade, but they are unique to that. Only my kids have that exact clothing and decals and And, um, people are always asking me like, oh my gosh, where did you get that? I didn't see that as an option or that's awesome. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have to pay for it. It is great. It is great. So of course I would love to get my kids every single hoodie and t-shirt they want and ask for, but we as parents need to be realistic and guess what? They don't need it. It also, by not getting them every single thing they want, it makes them realize that nothing is free and they will become more responsible with their money. So it's a win-win. Moving on, let's talk about concession stands. They can be a huge money suck. We honestly, we have spent so much money on concession food and candy and drinks over the years. I just can't even imagine how much we've spent. But I have learned, I'll be honest, I don't do it all the time, but I try. But I have learned that, especially on our weekends when we are at the hockey or baseball field, like all weekend long for tournaments, I will give each kid, say, five or ten dollars, usually it's ten dollars. And I give them the money and I say, okay, this needs to last you for the whole weekend. And then they get to decide how um, how and when to spend it throughout the weekend. And so it keeps them accountable and responsible. And most importantly, I think it keeps them from coming up to me every 10 minutes asking me for more money for a snack. Like, come on, mom, it's just $1. <laughs> so sometimes this works and sometimes it doesn't. It typically works a little better for the older kids. Um, but my six-year-old is starting to grasp the process as well. 
We are also that family that brings a lot of snacks and sometimes even our main foods to the rink. And I understand that the rink, the concession stands is a fundraiser and it helps keep it going. But honestly, I can't afford to buy my food there every single day or go out for the team meals. So I just have to do what works best for our family and you should do the same. So we, again, tend to bring a lot of snacks. I usually bring myself a water and my tea because I am addicted to pure leaf raspberry tea and I have one a day and I bring that with me. We um, also bring sometimes sandwiches and fruits, uh, veggies, but they're, you know, it just kind of depends. So this helps us again. So we're not buying as much at the concession stand. Again, we do not do this all the time, but when I do, I'm reminded how much money we save and we also tend to eat a little healthier. So it's a win-win. Carpooling is a wonderful and smart option for youth sports events. There are many times we take another kid with us or we send one of our boys with another family. This helps not only with saving money, but also helps build team relationships. We have met many of our good friends through youth sports, and carpooling also cuts down on our fuel expenses and possible hotel expenses if the sporting event takes place where we need to spend the night in a hotel. Now, granted, most of the time when we are spending the night um, in a hotel, we go as a family, but that is not always the case and or I know of other families where um, they we typically it's our family because we have three that where they're split up. They're in two different cities for the weekend. And and so they will um, get a hotel room and split it with another mom and, and child or send our kids um, or take kids with us. So it works out really, really nice. Uh, we also buy equipment used when able. This helps us save money from buying all of our equipment new because used is obviously less expensive than new. Well, typically it depends what you're getting, but we also sell some of our used equipment to put that money towards our next needed gear. Um, some of the gear we always buy new, including um, our boys' hockey helmets, I just feel that a new helmet is safer and it protects their head and you only, you know, have one brain and head. So anyways, uh, it's kind of like the kid's car seat. You know, you don't, I don't know, you don't want to buy used. Our sports families have become like our family. And so again, occasionally we buddy up for hotel stays. This has only happened maybe once or twice, but we do a lot of times for at least one day of the weekend, we do um, send our boys or our, a child with another family or another child comes with our family. And it just helps cut down on the cost. And it's just so nice. And it builds those team relationships again. I know that there are families whose kids are in five different sports and activities at one time. So I think that it's okay if you can't do that all, or if you have done that in the past and you say, nope, not this time, and you cut it back to one or two sports or activities. And that in itself is going to save you money, but it's also going to save you time and 
stress. I don't, I don't know. I feel like running from activity to activity to activity it can be stressful. My boys like to keep busy and so do I. So I understand, you know, having your children in more than one activity, but if you can't afford it, it's okay to not have them in five different activities. Okay. It's okay to tell your children that they must pick which sport or club or activity they want to be a part of and that they can't do them all. Our um, youngest son, Colton, he again is six and he's trying Boy Scouts for the first time this year. It is a much smaller commitment than hockey. And he was so, he still did hockey, but he was so excited to try something new and something that his two older brothers did not do. However, next year he's going to have to pick um, between Boy Scouts and hockey because we just don't have the money um, or the time to do them both. And I just don't want to do it, to be honest. We also have a sports savings bucket or sinking fund or whatever you want to call it, but we have a sports account. So it's a savings account for a specific reason, and this would be sports in this case. So we put a set amount of money into that account each month. Typically, it's like two to $300. We spend a lot of money on sports. And then when we need to purchase something um, for the sporting activity, whether it's gear, uniforms, pictures, um, sometimes food comes out of there. Sometimes they take it out of our grocery bill. It just kind of depends. But Or um, hotel stays. All of that money, we pull from that account to pay for it. And then we, A, know how much we're spending. And B, a lot of times we have money already in that account. One thing you can look into is to see if your sports event or sports um, league or team or activity has a scholarship that you can apply to. I know our hockey program offers two scholarships every season. Um, there are requirements to be eligible, but it is so worth looking into because it may pay for some or the entire season for that sport. The bottom line here is do not go into debt for your kids' sports, okay? There are many sport, sports that are less expensive than others. I had to laugh the other day. We were and we were sitting in our um, travel league baseball parent meeting, and the coach, bless his heart, he's so kind, but he was talking about... I think it was about uniforms or something. And anyways, purchasing something new this year for our little guys in this sporting youth sporting event. And he was saying something about the uniforms were going to be $20. And he was kind of talking about it like that was a lot of money. And that is a lot of money to some people and for a sports uniform. I absolutely agree. But we are a hockey family. So <laughs> we tend to spend a lot more than $20 on a uniform or something related, anything basically related to hockey. So I, my point here is not to say that $20 isn't a lot of money to spend on sports. I'm My point is, is that there are sports that are less expensive than others. Hint, if you don't want to pay a lot for sports, don't get your kids in hockey and definitely don't get multiple ones of them in hockey. My youngest, side note, my youngest wants to be a goalie now and goalie gear is so expensive. I don't, I, I haven't even looked all of it up, but I looked at a pair of leg pads, like, yeah, leg pads for little kid goalies, like little kid goalies. And it was like $800 for the pads. I don't even know that that'll last him two years. I mean, that'll probably last him a season, maybe not even a full season. It's just crazy. Anyways, 
Anyways, there are many ways to cut for you to cut down um, expenses related to sports. So you might have to get a little creative. That's okay. I know it isn't as fun, you know, to bring your lunch or supper instead of going out with the team for a meal. And I get that, but sometimes sacrifices are needed to stay out of debt and be able to afford kids activities. And that's okay. You can make up an excuse or you can just be honest. And I think uh, truthfully being honest and transparent is the better way to go. So not only with our kids are we very transparent, but with other families as well. So we will tell them, nope, we are not doing the team meal this weekend, but we will next weekend or something like that. And that is totally okay. Or if you don't want to share that you are cutting back on going out on team meals because you can't, you don't want to pay for it or you don't want to put it on a credit card, but you don't want to share that, that is okay. Whatever you need to do is fine. But again, I there are ways to spend less money in sports activities. And I think that sports or youth activities, sports, or musical and, you know, music and theater. I'm really sorry. I'm not a musically inclined person or, or artsy. All this stuff, youth, youth sports is what this podcast is mainly about, but all of that stuff for our kids is very important for them. And I think um, them getting to be involved in multiple things throughout the year, maybe not at one time, but throughout the year, and just to let them experience different things is very important as well. And so this is not by any means to discourage you from getting your kids involved in things. It's just a way or ways to be able to afford to do these things. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to me rant about hockey and baseball. And I don't know, football, we're just kind of getting into it's very low commitment at this stage. Next year will we'll be a little different in the fall, but right now that's that's pretty low key. So thank you so much. And I hope that you will allow your children to really find their... Um, what they want to do and to experience different things, but I do not want you to go into debt to do that.